The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Hello again, and thanks for joining us, and thank you for listening in around the world. Um, Again, I'm ever so humbled to... Uh, you listeners that are listening in Spain and France, China, Japan, Canada, Turkey, just if I leave you out, you know, I'll always come back to you. You know that. <laughs> and I know you're listening. <laughs> so thanks again. We have an exciting show for you. This is the Wellness Lounge. It's a signature brand of Wellness Interactive. And the Wellness Lounge is located in New Jersey at 14 South Orange Avenue, and we love to take it a step further, or we believe that we do. And we do that by bringing you guests that uh, you may not know about or may not know what they're engaging with, and they could live right next door to you, but they are taking it a step further, and they're here to empower us with their platform. So to, today's uh, exciting guest uh, is going to be Susan Fine, and I can't wait to tell you more about her. But before we get to that, I'd like to share something with you out of God's wisdom for your every need. And you know, I always take a passage from um, a book, um, uh, just about uh, any type of book that's uh, dedicated to being at least grounded in connecting that whole mind-body-spirit. And today, since Susan Fine is with us, I thought I would just read a passage um, that some of you may be familiar with and maybe you're not. Um, But uh, it begins like this. How fair is your love? My sister, my spouse, how much better than wine is your love? And the scent of your perfumes than all Spices, your lips, oh my spouse, drip as the honeycomb. Honey and milk are under your tongue, and the fragrance fragrance of your garments is like the fragrance of Lebanon. A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. A spring shut up, a fountain sealed. Your plants are in an orchard of pomegranates with pleasant fruit. Fragrant henna. Calamus and cinnamon with all trees of frankincense, myrrh, and aloes with all the chief spices, the fountain of gardens, a well of living waters and streams from Lebanon. Lebanon, awake or north wind, and come, O south, 
blow upon my garden that its spices may flow out. Let my beloved come to his garden and eat its pleasant fruits. That's the Song of Solomon. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. I just thought it was so empowering because it takes us right into uh, engaging with Susan Fine, who has a wonderful company uh, called Chocolate Path. And her mission is to pr- provide dark chocolate lovers from around the world. And it sort of, you know, empowers us in a sense that all three things, fruit and love and, oh, can't wait to, to talk more about it. So we are chocolate lovers that love dark chocolate, and you may be too. She finds experts who can match the customer's with a variety of good quality bars, truffles, and other assorted chocolate treats from a wide choice of top brands. Um, and sometimes that could be challenging, I'm sure, which she'll share more. She decided to find the great dark, dark chocolate from all over the world in many, many places. And so, um, Susan, we are so happy to have you here today so that you can sort of guide us when all things love, including chocolate. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, great, great. Okay, so I'm, you're excited to be here, and we're excited to have you here. I am so curious as to know, as a child, were you eating chocolate like all of us? I I don't know if you were eating dark chocolate because that really is something to engage with dark chocolate as opposed to chocolate. At, you know, as a child, I loved my chocolate, um, and I did. I you know, as a kid, I did gravitate towards sweet sweeter chocolates, but I didn't like them as much as I liked the darker chocolates. Ah. So I so I said yeah. So I think I have always been. Um, you know, a big fan so from an early you, age you, of dark you, chocolate. Is is that because you uh, could taste the difference at, uh, in the chocolate, the actual chocolate? Because I'd love to get into, uh, of course, all things well, and you know, we can even speak about it being in aphrodisiac. <laughs> but of course, as a child, we didn't know all of this, and you were able to uh, decide uh, that you. Do you like dark dark chocolate over the other chocolate? Do you know why? You know, um, as I think back about it, as I think back on it, um, when I would eat milk chocolate, it was just so sweet that um, it all you really could taste was just sugar. And I didn't. I've never really been a sweet sweet person. I like more savory things. Right. Um, and so with the dark chocolate. It wasn't so sweet, um, and it just it satisfied me more than um, than any of the milk chocolate. And I find, and I did find, I find now, and I did find, you know, way back when, that the milk chocolate you're just constantly eating it to um, because I guess there is pleasure in it, but you just aren't quite satisfied with it. But with right. the dark chocolate, you know, I'd have a bite or two of a dark chocolate candy bar, and I was kind of done. I'm like, you know, I was satisfied. And we're, fi- and we're finding now, 
you know, with all this re- with all this research, um, you know, the health benefits of cho- of dark chocolate versus milk chocolate, and you know, there really is no health benefits to milk chocolate. Um, that milk chocolate really is just it's it's candy and it's a guilty pleasure, whereas dark chocolate actually does have um, you know health benefits to it. So right, exactly. at an early age, I was eating healthy, and I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew that at, at such a young age. So in your home with your um, children or your family, are you engaging them with the idea of uh, dark chocolate and its value? I mean, did they learn that early early on, you know, as young they, kids? Or are you are still yes, doing they, that? <laughs> They did. They did, and they are learning um, early on. Um, I actually have been doing this business for over nine years, so my children have grown up with the business, with the chocolate path in their lives, and um, so they're now thirteen and uh, sixteen, and they know the difference they actually can sort of taste sometimes the difference between cocoa that's grown in different regions. Wow. But they, but they also, they really kind of don't like, um, well, one like, one, I will admit, one likes the milk chocolate better than the, than the dark chocolate. <laughs> we have but to be they, honest. See, that, I was ex- getting ex- to that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, yeah. you know, but they can appreciate I, I understand. the dark chocolate. But, I understand. Um, I'm impressed that uh, they're engaging uh, just with the idea of, uh, the cocoa coming from different, you know, parts of the world and being able to um, taste that and, and know. So, yeah. But um, I'm still um, very much interested in um, having you sort of navigate this whole process from uh, being a businesswoman uh, or working in business or corporate and then deciding I'm going to open a business with dark chocolate. <laughs> now, I know you said you've always loved it, but how do you take that leap? What, what just uh, hit you one day and you said, I'm going, I'm going out, I'm going to open this business, something I love. Tell us more about that whole experience. Um, so that that was very interesting, and it's still interesting to me today that, that I did make that such a leap. Um, my previous career was in was in corporate America, was in um, actually uh, business television. So, the, you know, very corporate structure, and to go from uh, from that to a very sort of creative um, career change. What to me, I still am like, wait, how did? Why did I decide to do that? It's just like, how how did how did I come up with this idea? Um, and it literally kind of hit me one day that um, how just how much I love chocolate, um, and that there really wasn't um, anyone or there wasn't anyone that was finding dark chocolate from all these different countries and you know from around the world and when we we did live in New York City and it was easier to find you know in some of the gourmet grocery stores they would have sections of their in their chocolate sections they'd have all these amazing chocolate bars from all over the world and 
but there wasn't necessarily anybody to talk to me about, well, what's the difference between this one that where the cocoa's from Ecuador and this one where the cocoa's from Madagascar? So when we moved to New Jersey, I wanted I wanted my dark chocolate and I just couldn't find the good quality dark chocolate. So it really was a very selfish um, move on my part <laughs> to and create okay. the chocolate part. <laughs> to, to create the chocolate path was to, um, you know, was very selfish because I wanted my chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so how um, did that begin to work for you initially when uh, you wanted your dark chocolate and you started to do research on how it's grown in other countries. How, how did that work initially? Did you find that uh, some, some countries um, had uh, a better quality or was grown differently? Because I know even when we think about tea, it's grown in uh, very few places, and it still is grown differently. How is that with chocolate or cocoa? So, um, so when I opened the chocolate path, it really was, it was an education on so many different levels. And one of the, and one piece of that education was learning about, um, about the chocolate, about where it was grown, how it was grown, et cetera, and, you know, how the chocolate itself was made. Um, when I literally, when I started, when I came up with the idea for the chocolate path, it was. I like dark chocolate, and I want to have access to it. But I realized when I opened the door to the chocolate path that people were going to want to know exactly what I wanted to know. Well, what's the difference between something that's grown in Ecuador versus Madagascar? So, and what is it? So, what is the um, <laughs> so, the, so it was an education, and I learned that chocolate is grown within a 20-degree radius around the equator. Um, it's a shade-grown crop. It needs to be grown in um, in a rainforest. And oh wow, um, I didn't know that. Yep, that's yep. amazing. And, and there's not one area of the world that is better than the other. They're just all very different based on what's grown around the cocoa trees. Um, so, so the soil, so, the soil, it's yep. not different. Right, right. So you can have, um, you know, in one part of the in one part of the world, chocolate that has lots of raspberry, cherry, fruity undertones, and then you can have um, in another area, the cocoa beans tend to be more earthy, more nutty, have more um, sort of tobacco undertones to to the to the beans. so it just so tobacco? it really tobacco. Did, did you say tobacco undertone? I did. I did say tobacco undertone. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Quite interesting. Um, in what form? Uh, when you say tobacco undertones, it's just it's um it, it's just the flavor the flavor profile. It's uh, it's very earthy. Okay. Um, you know, a very earthy undertone, and mm-hmm. it comes out. In in the cocoa beans themselves, or it actually can, it comes out when the chocolate when the cocoa beans are turned into chocolate bars. Hmm. Absolutely. So then, when we speak about uh, chocolate as um, 
say, an aphrodisiac, and we'll get to wellness, which, of course, it's all connected. What is the sort of defining factor for releasing all these endorphins and, you know, all this value that chocolate, dark chocolate has? Woody, can you explain more? Um, so, so dark chocolate does um, is said to have um, aphrodisiac um, properties to it, uh, and there actually were there's um, some a little bit of history to that, where um, uh, Lanazuma was said to have uh, drunk thirty cups of. Um, of this of the drink of the wow. gods, this, co- this cocoa liqueur or cocoa um, mm-hmm. cocoa beverage, and then go and spend a few days uh, with his concubines. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty cups! Oh my gosh! <laughs> right, right. So, so that you know, oh, on average, he needed thirty. So then, yeah, he probably had a ton of concubines. So okay, wow. It, it, it gave him a lot of stamina. Yes, it. Uh, it yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's that's pretty, um, yeah, pretty incredible. I, I say it's awesome because I know that um, in some countries, uh, you know, we drink coffee in the morning and we love our coffee. Oh, don't take mm-hmm. away our coffee in America. But then in other countries, uh, you know, they wake up to a dark chocolate, like Norway. I mean, my gosh, they eat dark chocolate. Every day, you know, uh, most people, um, you know, from Norway uh, eat dark chocolate every day. So would you say it's also, uh, it has a wellness benefit um, or the obvious, which is probably the caffeine? Uh, What is that? Uh, How does that so there's there's a lot of things going on with chocolate, and actually, you know, to have a cup of of a chocolate beverage in the morning, it uh, you know it it does wake you up. Um, it's not so much caffeine. There actually is not as much caffeine in chocolate as people think there is. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yep. Okay. There it's a there is a stimulant, but it's not caffeine. You know, it doesn't make you all jittery the way, right, the way right. the caffeine does. But um, the there are, pro- there are properties in chocolate that do help, you know, wake you up a little bit, that actually help. Um, there have actually been all these recent studies about the focus factor of chocolate. Um, so to wake up in the morning and have this wonderful chocolate beverage that's kind of going to get you going and focused for the day is just, it, it's it's amazing. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So is that but, recommended um for a certain age group, I mean, or is this this is something that young people as well? So if you're in high school, I always think about, you know, our kids uh, in high school or college. Everybody wants to stay up for the exams, or they they all want to uh, uh, be uh, alert or just to be on uh, target for all things. Uh, uh, high energy. <laughs> so, uh, is chocolate something that uh, you think can uh, uh, engage young people uh, without um, taking them, you know, in a totally different direction? Because right now absolutely. they're juicy. Yeah, stuff. I mean, absolutely. Just, it just, I just a little square of dark chocolate um, does. You know, it helps with the focus. It 
I actually um, would let uh, my kids have a piece of dark chocolate before they would go off to school if they were having a test that day. I love that. Uh, See, that's awesome. That's excellent. (laughs) We need more of that. But hold that thought for a moment because... uh, Okay, we need to pay bills. I heard the <laughs> music. We'll return in a moment. We're speaking with Susan Fine. She's empowering us on how to navigate our experience with dark chocolate. I think we all can use a piece or two. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining us. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Susan Fine, and she is the founder and CEO of ChocolatePath.com. And so Susan and I were just engaging about um, chocolate and maybe young people, or does it have an age involved where are we looking at, uh, Susan, the idea that certain ages should engage with chocolate for different reasons. Um, And we were talking about young people. So you give your uh, children a piece of chocolate before they go to school. Do they request that or is that just something um, you started and you love or they love it too? Well, it was something that... um that I thought would be helpful for them uh, on their, you know, before they would go to school um, to help them focus, uh, you know, before a test or whatever. Um, I, they initially were very excited about, oh, I get to have chocolate before I go to school. <laughs> now, really, Mom, I don't want chocolate right now. <laughs> 
because it, where do you think that it, comes from? Because <laughs> it's something that you know that's readily available. They don't. They, no, that's right. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, how did it work? You think uh, uh, on a scale of you know like one to ten for them in school? Do you, do you think it actually had uh, an effect? I think it did have a little bit of effect. But, you know, I, I, you know, it was just a little square, um, and. We are, you know, as I said, we are finding there are all these studies that are coming out about the fact that dark chocolate does help you focus. Um, and I, you know, I find that when I have a piece of dark chocolate, that I'm, you know, I am more, I am able to focus more during the day. Um, and and when I do chocolate tastings, I uh, people do notice that they are a little bit more um, focused. So when you're doing uh, your the, chocolate the tasting. tasting, you're doing yeah. the t- chocolate tastings. Um, uh, they're sampling various chocolates from around the world, or just are you focused on one particular area? So when we when I do a chocolate tasting, we taste um, four different chocolates um, from from different regions. Uh, and usually actually different percentages and it's a very it's a it's a, such a fun thing to do these tastings um because what you're doing is you're really kind of opening up your senses for for everything you're smelling the chocolate you're listening to the chocolate when you when you because you break it before you put it in your mouth you mm-hmm. smell it before you put it in your mouth mm. so before you've actually even tasted the chocolate you've had this wonderful experience um, of the smell, of the sound, of the feel of the chocolate. Mm. And then when you put it in your mouth, you let it melt, and then you start to taste all these different um, flavor profiles for for the chocolate. And it's going to take, you know, one chocolate is going to taste very different from another, depending on where uh, where it's grown. And it's just so much fun to watch people just... Um, you know, their minds just keep opening up. <laughs> you're watching it and in front of you, right? They're standing in front of you, and you're you're watching their experience, right? Yes, yes. And when we talk about, you know, as as the chocolate is melting, um, I usually try and let people figure out, or you know, let me know what what flavors they're tasting. Because if you know, if I tell them, oh, okay, so go ahead and taste this chocolate, and you're going to pick up undertones of this, this, and this. They're like, oh, yes, oh, I taste that, oh, I taste that. But I would rather have people, as they're tasting the chocolate, taste it themselves mm-hmm. and try and pick out on their own what they're tasting. I mean, obviously, they're, you know, they're going to taste the chocolate, but the chocolate's going to have different undertones to it. And it's just, it's fascinating to watch people's minds right. um, and, sen- and senses going as yeah. they're letting this chocolate melt. Oh, my gosh. You know, I just thought of something uh, listening to you uh, share that uh, <laughs> amazing chocolate tasting story. I love it. I thought of, um, you know, I um, was once invited to um, Mrs. Jackson's compound, you know, Michael Jackson's mom and so on, who is an absolutely beautiful woman, love this woman. So I was invited there and we... Um, uh, you know, when when you're going to someone's home, as you know, I, it's like, what do I take this, this this beautiful woman? What what should I take? And I always want to take a gift or something. So I just 
thought about chocolate because she's like um, 80 years old. I'm thinking, oh, let me take chocolate, this um, just little small squares of dark chocolate. So we get there, and uh, everybody's so amazing there. I'm telling you, it's such a beautiful, really is a beautiful uh, family, you know, from uh, when you walk right through the gates. Uh, security, everybody's just wonderful. So I get there, I'm in her home, and I give her uh, this little small bag of, of chocolate. And so I'm not sure how she's going to respond to it, Susan. So she takes it, though, and I'll tell you, watching her pull out a little square of chocolate and to, you know, take it and eat it and watch her love it, you know, mm-hmm. she was just, and I said, oh, I had no idea that she would eat it in front of us or, or taste it, but it was exactly as you explained, you know, watching someone just go through that experience of chocolate. And it was quite beautiful. And I just realized how even amazing it was listening to you <laughs> take me back that far. So I think from now on, I'll just take chocolate. There everybody. you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So do you think, um, you know, with research, it's actually releasing some of these endorphins as, you know, as, as their experience is happening in front of you? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think that um, you know, as you're as you're having your chocolate, you're experiencing so many different things. You know, you're you're experiencing pleasure with ah. with the chocolate. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that experiencing pleasure, and you can just get it from one uh, small square. So. Let's go into this pleasure now, a little deeper. <laughs> so, are there um, is there certain times of the day that you should embrace chocolate for pleasure? Let's forget about uh, uh, the chocolate tasting or uh, a gift uh, to someone or so on. Let's just get right to it. Is there a certain time of the day? Should I be having chocolate and giving my husband chocolate at night before we go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to (laughs) know. That certainly isn't going to hurt at all. (laughs) (laughs) But let's, yeah, can you tell us really, uh, truly what the benefits are in a sense, and I understand the the pleasure that you just spoke about, but... um, if we were going to incorporate chocolate in our everyday life, how would that look for us? In a perfect world, how would that look? I'm waking up in the morning. We cover that. Maybe we might have a piece of chocolate because they do that in other countries like Norway. They have chocolate every day. Or am I having chocolate uh, two times a day? I'm having it in the morning around, and then again around lunchtime. Or am I having, a, am I having it also in the evening, or am I the person or could be the person that just wants to engage with chocolate in the evening? How does that look or, or, or feel? How, how would you think? Is it going to keep me up? It's going to, what is it going to do for me if I have it every day or three times a day or twice a day or whatever? Set up a plan for me. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I think every person is different. Yes. Um, I do. I have to say that I do have my dark chocolate, um, a piece of dark chocolate every day, 
And my usual time period for that, I have to say, is about is about four o'clock in the afternoon when I have a cup of tea. Oh, um, so are you having chocolate with tea? With tea, because mm-hmm. that's a beautiful platform as well. It, uh, that's a really French, <laughs> it's very yes. French chocolate yes. and tea. And that, but the, and that's my sort of um, my ritual, if you will, for for, um, for every day. Is you know that four o'clock. I love to be able to just sit, have a cup of tea, and have my and have a cup of dark chocolate. Now, how about have your a, husband? Have a square. Now, um, your husband would. How he, how would he have his chocolate? He actually he likes his chocolate after lunch as dessert. Ah, oh, see, now, I love that. So you can yep. have it as a dessert, or yep. you have it, you know, high tea. You know, I love it. And then there are, there are people that um, will have a square of dark chocolate actually before before they have a meal. Um, one of the you know, there are so many studies about chocolate and and different benefits to it. Um, one of the that one study says that a piece of dark chocolate before you eat is actually an appetite suppressant. So, yep. So oh my goodness! Okay, that. I'm going to get all things chocolate right now. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, if it's an appetite. Uh, Suppressant, then you're having it before a meal. Right, right. Excellent. Okay. So you have a yep. So you have a little square, you know, fifteen twenty minutes before you have lunch, and you may not eat as much lunch after you know after you've had uh, the chocolate. Ah, I love it. I love it. So if um, we're looking at a certain age, um, our uh, I call them our legacy age. You know the. Um, uh, you know, they, they, of course, we say seniors, and I say legacy age. <laughs> so, if you're eighty, ninety years old, and uh, if people are holding candy or or chocolates or whatever, somehow when you get older, people, you know, your family members are, are, are no one wants uh, the 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 seniors to have candy or chocolate or anything. I, I agree with candy. I'm not a big fan with the candy. But they tend to hold things back from them. Do you feel that chocolate can also just be great for our seniors? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, dark, again, again, you know, dark chocolate, it's so healthy. It's, you know, it's it's got all these health benefits to it. It's high in antioxidants. It's it you know it helps with the focus. Oh, high in antioxidants, love it. Yep, yep. So there's certainly no reason why you know why the older generations shouldn't have shouldn't have dark chocolate. And uh, actually, my mother was very annoyed with me the other day. Um, she had been in the hospital, and I I was talking to um, to her roommate um, at the hospital who loves dark chocolate. So I brought a little bit over for for the roommate. And my mother was like, "Well, why didn't you bring me chocolate?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, you because you're, you're you're on a special diet and you can't have it, you know in the hospital and you See? can't have chocolate." <laughs> but uh, so I will be seeing her tomorrow and I will be rectifying that situation because she can now she's off her off that diet and she can now have chocolate and she's very yeah. excited. 
this. And, and it's funny because she's, she goes, why did you not bring me chocolate? She was really right. wanting it and expecting it, huh? Exactly. Exactly. She was very upset. Where's my chocolate? Why didn't you bring me any? Yeah. <laughs> I just did. Oh, my gosh. You just see Mrs. Jackson's uh, 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 face and, and just so receptive to this chocolate. I said, wow. And, and she's enjoying it right in front of me. I said, oh, this is beautiful. What a great gift for seniors, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Let's um, uh, speak a little more about the antioxidants and, and the wellness uh, component. Do you know or have any uh, history at all where chocolate is actually being used or was used to really um, offer a balance with being well? Any, you know. So, for example, uh yeah, you go to a doctor, the doctor says, okay, don't eat this, have this, drink this, and so on. Um, or, or we could speak about uh, Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz is always talking about <laughs> all things well. And uh, I believe he's also profiled uh, the chocolate at, at one point, uh, um, representing um, uh, a sense of wellness and what you can do with it. So do you have any history at all? of what you can do with chocolate? Um, well, I, you know, I I have to say I'm pretty much a purist, so I like just the straight dark chocolate. And when you get into the health benefits of chocolate, it really is anything that's 70% cocoa content or Oh, higher. really? See? I didn't know that either. <laughs> yep, yep. So, you know, so when you're reading these studies about how healthy chocolate is, what um, milk chocolate has no medicinal, no health benefits whatsoever. But dark chocolate, anything that's seventy percent or higher, is where all the health benefits are. And that, so, the higher the cocoa content. So, if we're talking about a seventy percent chocolate dark chocolate bar, mm-hmm. that means that seventy um, percent of the chocolate is cocoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the actual cocoa content, and then the other thirty percent. Is can be um, cocoa butter, can be sugar. Ah, um, mm-hmm. So, so the higher the cocoa content, uh, yeah. the it's, or the higher the percentage is, the higher the cocoa content, and mm-hmm. the healthier it becomes. Yeah, so and you know the, that's so interesting because it, when shopping for uh, dark chocolate, um, and and when I'm traveling in you know, all over the world, and you you see that it's eighty percent cocoa, or mm-hmm. they'll say it's seventy percent or ninety percent. So it has that value that you're speaking about. Um, hold the thought for a moment. We'll come right back. We're, we'll go um, uh, speak again about uh, the content of the cocoa when we return. We'll we have to break for commercial, and we're speaking with Susan Fine, who is. Uh, the owner of the chocolatepath.com will return in a moment. Thank you. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? 
Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us again. We're speaking with Susan Fine, and she's the principal of the chocolatepath.com. And so, Susan, we were speaking about um, the content of uh, the actual chocolate, the uh, percentage of cocoa, um, 70, 80%, which has a, 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 a a better value, medicinal value. Can you speak again to that? Um, what would be the highest level that you would find in dark chocolate? Well, you actually, there are chocolate bars that are 100% really? uh, cocoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, so that's very dark. Um, the other thing, uh, you can actually also get uh, a lot of the health benefits from just pure cocoa powder. Um, so, as, you know, it's 100% cocoa or cocoa content with the cocoa powder, and people use the cocoa powder to, you know, to make hot chocolate. Um, you can use that instead of if you wanted to have, like, a healthy hot chocolate, you can use the cocoa powder with almond milk. Um, oh. so, you get a lot, so you get a lot of the health benefits from that. Um, you can also have, there are these um, cocoa nibs, or actually cocoa beans, and you can just eat those cocoa beans or the cocoa nibs um, directly without wow. having to actually have a chocolate bar. Um, I actually carry um, some cocoa nibs that I wind up um, using in the place of nuts, so I'll throw them into brownies, I'll throw them into a salad, um, or I'll just eat them Oh, that's great. think it's salad. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. Salad is yeah. Yeah, I actually do this salad where it's just, you know, it's spring greens, um, a little bit of goat cheese, some cranberries, and um, cocoa nibs with a balsamic vinaigrette. So you can beautiful, have in your, absolutely in your beautiful. Let's go back to the cocoa for a moment. Hmm, the packages of cocoa. You know, I can't help thinking. I'm sorry, I've got to go to this. You know, Hershey uh, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. You know, Hershey chocolate. They do a ton of chocolate. They have this spa. I don't, I'm not sure if it's still there, but they used to have a spa. And on the menu, you would, could take these chocolate uh, baths. 
<laughs> so, uh, do you or, or are you familiar with uh, um, outside of being, I guess, uh, rubbed in melted chocolate? How about a cocoa bath? Does that make sense to you at all? <laughs> <laughs> I, Sprinkling I, that I, all that one hundred percent cocoa in a bath water. <laughs> You know, I I have not had a, a cocoa bath, but I know people who have, and ah. uh, and um, it has they have they have enjoyed it uh, immensely, and it does um, the smell of the chocolate as well as the, the the smell of the chocolate does release you know all these pleasurable um, feelings. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. So, okay, so that takes me to then your actual site, chocolatepath.com. And so uh, when you browse through, uh, first of all, I, I tell you it's, an, it's awesome just to be able to go to your site and, and just choose. It's just so many choices. You could have hot chocolate and cocoa, dark baking chocolate, uh, dark toffee, fair trade, which is incredible, Susan. I'm so happy and proud of you doing fair trade and then kosher chocolate, organic chocolate, salt and chocolate. I love salt and chocolate. That's my, oh my God, salt and chocolate is amazing. Soy free chocolate, sugar free dark chocolate, truffles, vegan chocolate. This is absolutely incredible. And how long did it take you to really engage all these chocolates from around the world to get this particular menu? It's, it's pretty um, cool. You know, it's it's always a work in progress. Um, and uh, so the Chocolate Path has been around for about nine years, and um, and it really is this constantly evolving um, business. And we're always looking out for, you know, for the fair trade, for um, for organic, for vegan, for gluten free. That's uh, we actually have to. I think I have to add the gluten free. Gluten free um, chocolate. Look, well, chocolate. I mean, chocolate itself or dark wow. chocolate it, it itself is gluten free. But people, you know, when they're looking, when they're you know, if they're going to a gluten free lifestyle. Um, they will ask, do you have gluten-free chocolate? And most chocolate actually is is gluten-free, unless, of course, it's a chocolate bar that has, you know, that has bread in it. Um, so, and and that actually is a great, uh, that's a great combination, chocolate Ooh. and bread. Wow, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty but impressive. But that's not good for the gluten-free people. But for the people who aren't, who don't care about gluten, that's a great flavor combination. Right, absolutely. So, okay, I'm on your site, and I'm just curious to know, Lily, Lily Belly Farms do not eat this bar. What does that mean? <laughs> I know that's like a packaging, but what what is that? <laughs> so, Lily Bell Farms is a chocolate is a chocolatier out in Oregon, and he Jeff Shepard is the chocolatier, and he has come up with this "Do Not Eat This Chocolate Bar" because it is so so spicy. It's filled with all sorts of different chili. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So it's got arbole and ghost chilies and all sorts of stuff in it. Um, So for people who like really spicy things and like spice and chocolate together, that chocolate bar is absolutely amazing. 
Um, if it's a little bit too spicy for you, I actually have people that shave that chocolate bar over um, ice cream to kind of um, wow uh, d- deflect a little bit of the spice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then but there's I, one that says lavender. It, it has mm-hmm. lavender. Explain that. Lavender? That one. That one is wonderful. It's actually one really? of my favorite. One of my favorite caramels. It's um, wow. so it's a caramel that has been infused with lavender and then coated in dark chocolate and sprinkled with uh, sea salt. And you know, lavender can actually be um, a little bit overpowering, but mm-hmm. one of but I love this flavor combination because the lavender is not overpowering. It's just it's this wonderful um, complement to the caramel into the chocolate the with the lavender it's it's absolutely wonderful wow so let's go to let's see kosher chocolate um and there is one in particular here uh bittersweet bar but this one says uh 65 percent um most of the kosher, I'm, I'm looking, it's a 60 part, 60% dark with peanut butter. What does that uh, mean or explain? Does that, uh, you mentioned that it should have a higher content of uh, cocoa. So, right. So, for, so to get the, all, the maximum amount of benefits for, for, um, for the health benefits, mm-hmm. it really should be 70% or higher. Um, but there are people that love dark chocolate, but don't necessarily like it above a certain percentage. So, right, excellent. So we so we carry things that are not that, that right. are below that are be, that are below seventy percent. You actually, have covered everything. Oh my gosh! Because I'm looking and it says ninety one percent nocturne nocturne bar. Uh huh. 91% and then you have the 60% and you just explain, you know, why that exists. This is quite impressive. Uh, uh, I never thought you could <laughs> we could actually have a menu of chocolate. I'm, I'm thinking somewhere in the future all restaurants will have, uh, you know, like we, we go in to have tea or coffee after our meal or before our meal, at some point you'll, you'll be able to look at a menu that just has chocolate and it'll be coming from the chocolate path. <laughs> That's how I'd love to view it. So I'm going to go right to the dark toffee and sugar-free. Those two, if you can explain, um, which seems, uh, uh, it, 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 listen, when you think sugar-free, it's like, okay, it doesn't have sugar in it. But there has to be a lot more value to that if it's um, you know, still dark chocolate, it's dark chocolate. It's, it's amazing. But when you have it sugar-free, I mean, it could be awful or it could be good. <laughs> well, and, well, all the sugar-free that I carry is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I know the taste. You know, it's good. Okay. Right. Um, and I, you know, I have to say that everything that is in, that is at the chocolate path, um, I have personally tasted. And so some of the sugar-free bars, um, the Cavalier, which is a Belgian line, they use stevia as the sweetener. So, you know, so you do get, um, so it, you know, it doesn't Right. Have, it's not totally sugar-free. Right. Stevia right. is amazing. It just gives the right flavor. Right, right. And then um, I've got another one, um, the Fundamental Bars from um, 
uh, Diane Tinder, and she's a New Jersey chocolatier, and she actually uses local New Jersey honey as the sweetener. So it wow. digests differently. It's fine, you know, it's fine for diabetics as people for you know who are looking for a lower lower sugar content. Um, and you know, with the honey, it it just digests differently, and it's so it's a little bit healthier than real, you know, than sugar. Right, sugar. right. So I'm also looking at um, the gift ideas and gift cards. You have some amazing gift baskets. So um, is this pretty big for you, uh, uh, as far as uh, gift ideas? Uh, people actually purchasing chocolate baskets with assortment of chocolates from. Around the world, maybe, or yes, yep. On the, yeah, on the website, the the baskets actually do the gift baskets do very well. Um, one of the more pop, the two most popular ones actually are the sampler and the the taster, and it really they both of them kind of give uh, the gift giver uh, a, a nice price point uh, as well as an introduction to dark chocolate. That's sort of the 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 theory behind those. Those two baskets is that it's really for people who want to learn more about dark chocolate and and and, uh, and taste more dark chocolate. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. The fair trade uh, platform. Um, you're and you're engaging all over the world with fair trade, or how does that? Uh, so the so the fair trade. Um, basket or or the fair trade products that I carry um, they are from chocolatiers and chocolate makers who know where the cocoa is coming from they know that the cocoa beans are coming from um, from sustainable um, uh, farmers mm-hmm. um, and some of those um, chocolatiers or chocolate makers are certified as fair trade um, businesses but some of them actually do better than fair trade they actually do direct trade um and they're able to pay the farmers a better you know a, a better wage some of them don't necessarily get certified as quote unquote fair trade or direct trade uh, they'd actually okay. cuz they'd actually rather have um instead of paying for that certification they'd rather have that money go directly to the farmers right exactly that makes sense. Oh, it's it's. Oh, you've covered everything. <laughs> I'm so impressed with uh, how you have covered everything and uh, through all things chocolate. Absolutely love it, love it. So um, uh, you have uh, a subscription. You do newsletters. So tell us more about that because when um, we all log on to chocolatepath.com, you want people to. To subscribe and what are what are they getting you know in this newsletter so uh, we send a weekly newsletter out um, with a couple of different products that we that we're recommending for that particular week um, we also talk about where we as the chocolate path are going to be in the in the local New Jersey area um, because we don't have a retail store we're online only but mm-hmm. I do the chocolate path does do you know pop-up events here and there so you do get to find out where we're going to be. So if you want to come and see and physically look at the chocolate and pick out your chocolate bars, um, you'll get that in the newsletter. Um, we also are starting to do um, 
a wine and chocolate pairing uh, once a week where we'll recommend a chocolate to go with um, a particular type of wine. Excellent, excellent. So you spoke about local in the state of New Jersey, but are you also um, willing to travel um, to do uh, specific um, uh, platforms or speak to uh, specific uh, uh, groups uh, representing uh, various I, platforms or events? I, you know, I, I do not have anything scheduled as of right now, but I would be more than happy to travel um, and talk to people about uh, about chocolate and do tasting. Um, you know, for for corporate events, for mm-hmm. um, for private events, mm-hmm. um, chocolate tastings are just it's. There are so much fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for four people, for two hundred people, uh, and one of the things that I love to do is um, is education about chocolate. Uh, and I and as I, you know, as I was saying earlier, to watch people learn about chocolate and taste chocolate, and to just see that on their face is just. It, it really is. It's as, wow. as you know. It's really, it's really wonderful. Oh, absolutely! And I'll tell you, just having you on for an hour talking about chocolate, I can't wait to have some. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing with us all things chocolate, and uh, so excited about um, your platform. And please let everyone know where they can find you. We are located at chocolatepath.com. Okay, and you're on Facebook maybe? You can... we're, on, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we do have an Instagram. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, thanks again. We've been speaking with Susan Fine from the chocolatepath.com. Go on that site. I think you would be quite impressed. And if you like, contact Susan, and she'll come out and engage with you again on all things chocolate. Uh, Susan, can't wait to have you back again and find out all those other great things you'll be doing in the future. Okay? Thanks great. for joining thanks. us, Susan. And thanks, thanks for so listening. much for having me. Thanks so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. A step further, please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or our replay Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.